I had the experience last night, and perhaps you can relate to this, of waking up and just instantly my thoughts were 10 miles down the road. I was thinking about all these different lists of things that I had to do, things that are coming up that I needed to be on top of. And so I quickly, so I wouldn't keep Jenny awake, moved out to the couch to read and try and fall back asleep. But I don't know about you, when, when I'm up in the night, sometimes my thought lists can start moving towards little anxieties, things that I'm not so sure about that perhaps are coming in the future, or I, I just haven't gotten around to them yet, and boy, they're nagging on the present. And if you start to have those feelings of anxiety, sometimes it starts moving into actual fear. You feel that starting of a, a gripping in your chest because there's unknowns. There's things out there that might somehow hurt your future, whatever it might be. Sometimes in the night, that happens to me. Maybe it does to you too. Well, last night, I was laying there on the couch, and right in front of me is our bookshelf that's in our living room. And I was looking at the books and thinking about the way I was feeling, and my eyes rested upon a copy of Herodotus, the famous kind of first true historian. He lived in, I guess it was the 5th century BC, and just wrote some fabulous uh, pictures of what it was like back then with Sparta and Greece and Persia and all these interesting people and cultures. Well, it's funny, in the midst of my, my lists, my anxieties kind of creeping towards fear, I thought of a line and I went and looked it up this morning. And I want to share it with you. This is from Herodotus's histories. And it's describing the way that the Greeks, and also what he calls the barbarians, um, the way that they were afraid to go past certain points in the Aegean Sea. And so just listen. He writes, To the Greeks, you see, everywhere beyond Delos was unknown territory. They imagined it rife with terrors and positively teeming with the enemy. Why, to the best of their knowledge, Samos was as far distant as the pillars of Heracles. And so it was that the barbarians, demoralized as they were, could not muster the courage to sail west of Samos, while the Greeks, despite the appeals of the Chians, refused to venture east of Delos. As a result... Fear stood on guard over the middle ground between them. And it was that line that was kind of deep in my memory, kind of coming to me last night, looking at the spine of that book on the bookshelf. As a result, fear stood on guard over the middle ground between them. We can picture Greece on the West and what, the, what he's calling the barbarians over what we would call Turkey today in the East. And the fact that their fear of these distant geographical points caused fear to stand in the middle ground, essentially to keep the Aegean Sea neutral in the middle because they were afraid to pass any certain point there. How true that can be of our life. And let's put it onto the footing that we really care about, our life with Jesus. Because... I believe that sometimes my fear, my anxiety actually stands in the middle ground between myself and a complete letting go and a complete experience of abiding in him and trusting myself over to him. It's like fear stands right there in the middle between what could be and where I am today. So this morning, thinking of my meandering thoughts last night, I thought, for me, for you, what are those fears? 
that kind of nag at us, that stand in the middle ground between us and a fuller experience of Jesus? Well, here are a few that I sometimes feel, and maybe you can relate. There's the classic. I mean, can we make ends meet? Especially in a a sort of wild, all-over-the-place pandemic economy, can we make ends meet? Uh, Sometimes I wonder about the future, you know, those future turns uh, for which I don't feel prepared. Something might happen and suddenly, where will I be? Sometimes I'm concerned, you know, am I a good friend? Have I blown it with anyone and I didn't even know it? Do I have blind spots in my relationships? Of course, I, I, I hope that, am I a good husband? Is Jenny receiving from me what she really needs and deserves? Then, of course, am I a good father to my three children? Then there's those personal questions like, well, do I actually matter? Is what I'm doing day to day worthwhile? Like, am I using the course of my life properly for the Lord's purposes? And with that, am I actually honoring Jesus with my life? Like, is this, is what I'm currently doing the actual Christian life for which he called me? Well, friends, I woke up thinking of Herodotus, thinking of you, and thinking, you know what? I don't want to let fear stand in the middle ground. I don't want to sit in those anxieties and fears day by day by day until suddenly I wake up dead. I want to confront them. And so let's go back through my little list, my litany of fears, anxieties. Making ends meet? Listen, friends. Jesus has looked us in the eye and said, but seek first my Father's kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Elsewhere, it says that this way, they will be given to you as a matter of course. Friends, to seek him first today guarantees that he will take care of us. He promised us. How about those future things that worry us? Well, I I think of 1 Peter 5. You can throw the whole weight of your anxieties upon him for you are his personal concern. He thinks about me more than I think about myself. He is a good father, and I can just throw those anxieties at him and say, you know the future. I'm your personal concern. Please take care of me today. How about that idea of, am I a good friend? Do I have blind spots? Have I blown it with anyone? I think of 1 Thessalonians 5. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And how do we do that? Well, we press into our experience of Jesus day by day by day, all the more because then we have overflowing encouragement, that ability to build one another up, and we never stop. For me, as a husband, ladies, for you as wives, I think for me of Ephesians 5, where it says, for husbands, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So, If I actually throw my whole life into Jesus, I will learn his way of loving the church, learn how he gave himself up for it, for me, and I will almost naturally love my wife in the way that she deserves. How about being a father? I think of Ephesians 6. Fathers, bring your children up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It's not some vague discipline and instruction. It's the actual discipline and instruction of the Lord. I can only get that from him. So again, into Jesus, I must go. Then those questions of sort of the worthiness of our careers. What are we doing? Do we matter? I I think now Ephesians 2. The fact is that what we are, we owe to the hand of God upon us. 
We are born afresh in Christ, and we are born to do those good deeds which God planned for us to do. Friends, there are things for us to do today that are meaningful in the entire economy of God, whether you're a mechanic or a banker, whether you're a pastor or you teach in a school. Whatever you are doing, we can do it in such a way that we show our reborn quality. And finally, in terms of honoring Jesus, doing the actual things he's called, I love this, John 10. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Friends, the greatest way to dispel the fear that we are not doing this Christian life, quote, right, is to every day seek for his voice, to listen with that inner ear of our spirit for his spirit, so that as we hear him saying, go do this, go be that way, turn that cheek, We are actually honoring him in the tiny minutiae of the day-to-day. So if you're feeling today, like I felt in the night last night, a bit anxious, a bit tied up, maybe starting to verge toward fear, friends, do not let your fear stand in the middle ground between you and Jesus. Don't be the Greeks afraid to go further to the east. Don't be those barbarians who are afraid to go further to the west. Jesus is right here with you. He's like a centimeter away. And it's today that we must just say to our fears and anxieties, no more, because I follow Jesus of Nazareth and he is a good, good shepherd. That's what I'm going to try and do with my rest of my day today. I'd love to meet you out there in the world doing it yourself. Thanks for listening.